Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another fantastic episode of Stories Around Azeroth. As always, I'm Pete Tightscrew Nevco, joined by the one and only Mr. Frasley Tastic. Hello! And joining us today, it's an honour and a privilege to be joined by a guest once again. We have got Mitch of Blizzard Watch. How are you doing, Hello. sir? Good, how are you guys? Good to be here. It's great to have you here. It's it's, it's always weird having people that that, that like I, I admire and... It, and like, I'm like over here, just like fan nubbing. I'm just like, calm down. <laughs> it's it's you, weird, yeah. isn't it? Because I I think if you have any sort of guest of any notoriety, like between anyone that you would know or anything, that's just big sites of anything else like that. Because people here, like to the outside, people hear Blizzard Watch and they don't know a lot of the faces behind it unless they're part of that community. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's, it's like if you turned around and said, oh, we chatted to a Blizzard dev. And like the person who's doing that, like uh, we had Athelus on last week. And like, I can only imagine what him literally sitting in a room talking to Ian was going to be like. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I could barely imagine what that would be like to sit in a room actually at Blizzard uh, talking to a dev. So it's 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 crazy sometimes, you know, to be able to talk to people like that. I so appreciate thank you. you. You give me way too much credit. So. <laughs> well, you, you, you've got all your shiny things in the background behind you. Yeah. Mine are just in cupboards off to the side and completely, completely I, out of view. I, I, I the... tried to set it up a little bit so I could show. I, I feel like that's that's like the, the streamer thing. Oh. Um, I, I wanted a little more interesting than just a blank wall, but you know. Yeah, it happens. I mean, I've got posters on the wall. That's about as blizzardy as I get <laughs> behind there, I'll be honest with you. I've got color changing background, so... Yeah. Mine, mine doesn't change color, so. That's it. So, yes, uh, we are, as I said, it's a pleasure to be joined by Mitch. We're going to be talking Warcraft, as we normally do. Uh, those of you that may have listened to us on the pre-show may have heard us dabble about other things that exist. It's shocking that other games exist. Wow, um, yeah. <laughs> but, yes, we will be talking about uh, what we've been up to in uh, this wonderful home that we call Azeroth. And uh, I th we're going to be talking about Torghast today. It's the big discussion point of the week. And uh, I think we've all got lots of things to say about it because it's the big thing that we're able to do. Uh, it's going to be the end content for Shadowlands. And unfortunately, if you're like Mitch, it's possibly the only content in in the alpha you can do. <sighs> I, I, have, yeah, I was talking to them beforehand. I haven't had much luck uh, making it through Revendreth, which is sad because I really like Revendreth. I made it about halfway well, yeah. through, uh, and then Undead suddenly were no longer able to be played. And then I made it uh, maybe one chapter or so through, and my character got stuck in a disconnect loop, so... Is that because they, they're doing... I feel like a lot of it, there it's because they're doing work on the models at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, so I think Undead and Worgen are the, the ones that you can't play right now. Um, and it's because they're doing model work. Um, yeah, but it's been that way for two or three weeks now, I'd say. Because uh, I think Revendreth existed for like a week and then it was like, oh, I can't log in today. All right. Yeah, I think they're trying to fix a lot of the stuff with the models before they... Re it feels like it before they release another zone because uh, all we've seen from build after build is like a lot of the customization stuff that's coming into the game at the moment, which is brilliant. Yeah, well, no, it looks fantastic. I'm I'm all about those. Um, I, I was impressed that we got Bastion and then Revendreth so quickly. So like the, the slowdown has been like, okay, well, you know, I want to see Maldraxxus, but at the same time, I haven't finished Revendreth, so like, 
I mean, yeah, I mean, rush. I think the biggest thing I've I've personally seen from that is some of the streamers that have gone and used Farsight to go and investigate some of the other zones and everything <laughs> else like that. The biggest thing that I'm surprised of so far is that it's all on the same server shard. Like, I expected it to be very much um, how, you know, like Silvermoon and Outland exist on the Outland server. I expected them all to be on different servers, but as in different instance passings. But the fact that you can yeah. get from one to the other, it baffles me. It's I I was I was surprised by that too. Um which and it's it's actually super neat. Uh and you know, I was watching someone or other and like they're actually they're they're located relative to one another, like where they are on the map too. It's not like, you know, Ardenwild is like just yeah. way north of Bastion. Like it's it's southwest on the map and it's southwest on the actual instant server. Mm-hmm. Um and it's 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 kind of cool to see though. Um, the the one thing I saw showed Meldraxis like miles below where Bastion actually sits, like on the server. So like it's it's crazy, but it, it's it's super cool. That's one thing I enjoyed of Legion and and BFA was like on on the continents how you could literally go from one to the other. It made it feel more alive. Wasn't wasn't there? Um... As Frasley's camera breaks reality once again, um, wasn't there something? I'm quite sure it was recently. We were—I was having a discussion with someone in Guild, and it was like um, someone actually managed to get from Colterus to the Broken Shore. I wasn't sure if they actually managed because uh, apparently oh. they're in the same instant shard. Really? Apparently, it's either that or they managed to get over the overlay on the map before Fatigue killed them. That's like, interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, I haven't huh. tested it out myself because when I'm in game, I'm I'm obviously farming for my long boy fun. You see, so uh, just like... I I there's no way that's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I've got a few friends who got it, and I'm just like, wow. I don't think have... it's gonna happen, but if anything, it's gonna give me the biggest gold fund that I've ever had. Like I'm already sitting at the most <laughs> I've had since mists. So I'm I'm very low right now. Uh, the the urge to buy a token and just get gold with it has been growing. I've I've held off, but it's it's there. Uh, yeah, I don't know about your servers, but the the Zenithid market over here on the uh, EU is at an all time low. It's like twenty three gold a piece at the moment. It's ridiculous. It was like forty gold like about three weeks ago, but the market's just crashed out. Possibly because of all those multi-boxes that are just farming the hell out of Nazjatar. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, have you been up to anything in Warcraft this week? Uh, that's not the alpha? Uh, weirdly enough, um, I, I kind of use this the expansion lull time uh, to go back and do achievements. So the most I've really been doing is the we're going to need a bigger bag or whatever it's called from Timeless Isle. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it, you just it's it's pretty mindless activity. I, I like to do it in the background, and you just go around killing specific elites or waiting for stuff to spawn. Uh, so that's that's been the major one. Um, this week I wasn't able to make it, but usually I have uh, a weekly Mythic Plus night that we do, um, and that's you know that's kind of my go-to right now is is the uh, the Mythic Plus runs. Um, I'm really enjoying those. I always I enjoy those. I find but... that they're a lot of fun. We've said this previously. Is like. Um... I feel that with the change they've made to the way that the loot eye level drops in Mythic Plus this this season, it's made wanting to go for those higher keys, like those 15s, up to 15, mm-hmm. more 
more entertaining rather than the loot eye level stopping at 10s and then 15 just being the best push for your box at the end of the week. Oh, yeah. No, my, my group has definitely like had that choice where it's like, well, if we get a 12 done, it bumps us up a, a tier. So let's just go for that. Um, but yeah, no, I really love them. And running with the same group regularly, you get to kind of. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's chill fun times. Mr. Frasley. Yes. You have had an absolutely packed week uh, of Warcraft stuff. Yes. Specifically, you got together with uh, quite a few streamers this past week and got on and did a community day. Yes. So uh, um, I, I got on with the Psy, uh, D- Demeter Noth, I'm to think of who else, Cap. You had the community craft, a uh, little uh, character craft boys there, didn't you? Yes. Uh, uh, Rig and Cuffy and uh, we we all got on and there is a, a podcast on Scrub versus world about is the community still alive and wow it, it's kind of got, um, after all the stuff that's been happening with like mike morheim and uh ghost crawler and jay allenbrack and they were kind of in discussion that the community is still alive and you can still do stuff and one of the ones that came up is can you still jump off cliffs like in cla- like in classic and be a fairy so we said hey let's let's get give, give, give people together and we had a lot of fun and we took Nogafogger Elixir, and whoever got three falls in, in a row got them out. So one of the people got them out. And it was fun realizing that, like, we all connected from different podcasts, different streams, different communities. We all came together and just had a, had a fun hour, and, and I, I really appreciated that. That's, that's really cool. I, I, I don't know uh, what your name for it is, but uh, my old guild calls it Lawn Darts, where it... <laughs> I love it. Jumping off and you got to hit a specific spot. Um, yeah. I don't think it was that intensive. I think it was like jump off, drink noggin fogger. If you survive, you get a mark on the board. Yeah. <laughs> no, ours. Yeah. The, the, the ones we would do is it's a guaranteed death. Like your corpse has to land near the, the spot. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I remember in uh, Legion, I had a friend who would jump off the top of one of the, the, towers in Dalaran to try to get into the well. Oh, yeah, I remember. I think there was like a, like, I don't know if it was a cannonball challenge, but there was someone who, like, they they drank or used, like, a an item that, like, you spun and threw the air like a meteor almost. Yeah. And they did it from, like, the demon hunter, uh, like, where you enter their class hall, something like that. And you just see this orc, like, flying through the air, and they nailed it. Perfect shot. It was, it was so awesome. So good. Yeah, I I love that meteor toy. It's it's there are so many toys that are just like really fun to play around with. Yeah, um, yeah. So many different things and everything. But what, what have you been up to this week, Frasley? You've you've been getting on with a lot, haven't you? Yeah, I I uh, got my my gnome dwarf up to uh, one twenty. I can't. Is that this week or last week? No, you got that's this week. Yeah. It's okay. This week. And then I uh, have started working on my worgen rogue, and I got that one up to one oh three. I was watching your stream earlier on as you were doing like one of the the road quests and you were just getting absolutely destroyed in Stormwind. Yes. Oh, the, the, the that one guard thing. Like, okay, I'm I'm here, and all of a sudden, a guard out of nowhere comes near you, and it's like, no, no. So thank you. Fall, you you fall into the fallacy that I found during Legion while trying to level everything for Mage Tower. Of this class is new to me. I don't know what it does. Because it's like you've got a vanish button that would have saved you so many times. <laughs> oh, I need to. I need, I need to learn that class better. I, I feel like I, I finally learned priest and le- learned how to get a tell me when macro to work for the shield. 
at 119. So I only, I only had that for about one level. But it'll work when I'm in Shadowlands then. Yeah, I mean, I mean th- th- there'll always be something that I'll be able to help you out with if you class, my dude. Just like I said, like ice block when you're cauterized and stuff like that, you know, just yes. small things. But it's 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 fun. You had you've had a lot of fun though. Like you've been up to quite a fair bit this week, haven't you? Yeah, and I've I've definitely been enjoying like taking the it's slow. I mean, doing the leveling, but nothing that's, that's high pressure. And I'm just enjoying enjoying the game. I like exploring areas, and I've also done lore master. I am this close to finishing Terracar Forest, hey. going after those old achievements. Because while the game, there's so much to do if you want to do it. Like there's things that I don't ever want to do because I don't want to see the time but there's a lot of things and toys i was talking to somebody about how many toys i want to go back and get i want to get, do pet battles you can always find something to do and wow you, you can get really sucked into those pet battles yeah I, i've got a, a two friends who whenever squirt day comes around they're just oh in there yeah i get really bored by squirt day it's it's so it's so inane to me i don't i don't understand that like um, I, I went out and did pet leveling again just because I was rendering videos for, for like all day. So it was just like the easiest non, non, like, well, it's not graphically intensive at the best of times, but something that I could just sit there and do is go to my leveling spot in Pandaria that I abused during, uh, BlizzCon. I can't remember what year it was. And I just sat there just leveling characters through Pandaria in a little spot just off half hill. Because it's just surrounded by mobs and uh, it's by the pet trainer. And you can literally just stand in one spot and just click click a mob, fight it. And um, I think I got like two characters level to max level through pet, build, pet battles and watching BlizzCon that weekend. It was... Well, I There was definitely a, a one point or another where I made the rounds of pet battles to, to level characters. Because, yeah. It's, it's just something we'll probably touch on later, but it's having alternate ways to level. And the fact that you can do it mm-hmm. and it gives you a fixed percentage per, you know, battle that wins, plus you level pets as well, which is always good for the pet battle dungeons that exist in the game as well. But I haven't been up to that much this week. Um, Frasley and I did pop into Torghast together because yes. him being in the US and me being in the EU means that we don't really get a chance to play together. So both being in the alpha means that we get to take a look at it and we both dived in there together um i want to say we had fun but it it more ended up (laughs) by the fact that i was just running ahead of frasley while he was trying to look at everything yep and well i i went and got all all the uh the jars and things that 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 that, that you were missing so i just went in there oh like the the destructible objects yeah Mm. yeah i mean other than that my my grand scheme is because you know as we've as mitch said we're in the end game of um of bfa right now so all i've been doing is my mount farming and i've got even more paragon mounts this week i'm down to two legion paragon mounts remaining now oh, i it totally slipped my mind that i could have been using that buff for paragon like legion paragon stuff i i probably still wouldn't have if if i remembered from the beginning because i i'm very tired of those reputations but i still don't have most if not all of those mounts and i really want that storm drake up uh, so I've had the Storm Drake was the one, the only one I had. Really, so, you're very lucky. Um, but I've in the time that we've had the reputation buff, I've got all three Army of the Light ones. I've got um, uh, the Nightfallen one, and I literally just got the High Mountain one. So I'm still missing Dreamweavers and Valager. Okay. But um, you know, there's still what another day or two before the buff runs out and we I think get it's like um, the, the 18th. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've done I've done all my world quests down there today on my one character that's exalted, so I'm not <laughs> doing any more. It's not like I'm farming it with like multiple characters. Like it's I'm either like the only one I did that with because I had that on multiple characters and I only did it with like two. So um it's one of those things that it's very mind numbing. <laughs> to just go yeah. around and do quests. I was gonna say if you were doing it on multiple characters, that is a very quick way to burn out. And yeah, uh, I know that from every single year farming on Love Rocket. Oh, tell me about it. That and any other um, holiday mount. Yeah, but I can successfully say that I finally got the frightened Kodo from um, Darkshore. So I finally have every single mount from the Warfronts now. Nice. Congratulations. Done. Done Damn, I am jealous. Whew, it's, uh, I did try and do an evening of Campany A&X and Time Loss Proto Drake while I was um, doing more editing and rendering and everything else, but it's... I got so lucky with the Time Loss Proto Drake. Uh, you don't hate me, but it was one of those situations where like... This was during Wrath. Um, I just, you know, I would check it every now and then, but one day I just like flown out of Dalaran and was like, just, you know, kind of minding my own business. And I see it going by and I'm like, holy shit, that's, is that it? Is that it? And I, I flew toward it. But the funny thing was, I had just specced Discipline for like the first time all expansion um, and didn't really know what I was doing. So I'm like, I'm in the wrong spec. If I die here, this will be the worst thing ever. So I was like panicking as I'm fighting it and like hitting buttons and finding spells that weren't even on my bars yet. And yeah, but I, I managed to get it and I'm yeah. The one thing I probably should have done as a Mount collector is to have done a hoard for Nazjatar because the, the Nazjatar mounts work cross faction from Horde and Alliance. So they actually count on both sides. Oh, that's nice. I I should, I should have done that. But, you know, because I've been in Nashatar so much as well, uh, I did get one of the rank fours, I think, from Nashatar Paragon. I can't remember if it was this week or last week, but... Oh, um, uh, but, yeah, still no mount there. But, like, I, could, I should have just done it, but it's just so much so much to do. Like, if you think about it, there's so much to do. And, you know, we've got um, the replacement buff, which I think, if it's going to be there to help lower... Um, players get into stuff i think it's going to be more visions per day and i think it's going to be like a a gradually stacking debuff to the visions to help lesser geared characters get their cloaks done that's the only thing my mind can really put it at the the buff i was hoping for because I, I was trying to think of what other buffs they could provide uh in this downtime i would love it if they added one that increased the amount of like transmog drops you got from farming old stuff yeah i would farm uh, the a lot of old instances if i knew that it was like double the drops or something like that I'd, it oh, if it affected the mounts as well i'd i'd huh. go back and i'd go back and i'd do dragon soul weekly on 18 characters oh boy. Buff, again buff those I, re drops. I remember that i'm still there i'm still doing it oh. and i've got one i've got another bet with frasley where i get to go and do full runs of Blackrock Foundry with my entire character set at max level and see if I can get the the mount there, which is going to be that, like a nine and a half That's one I don't string. have yet. Oh god, Blackrock Foundry. Yeah. it's it's uh, There's so many mounts in the game that I still don't have. I find it entertaining that I have like about 470 on a single character and it's probably one of the highest on the realm, but 
over the entire of the over the entirety of everybody that plays, I'm still like at least a hundred behind the person who has the most. I don't understand how people do it. Like luck. It... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one thing I'd like to put it down to, but um. Yeah, luck and persistence. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I I was. I had that time when every week it was like this character, this character, this character, all through the same instance, and then move on to the next instance and the same thing. Um, but it's been a long time since I had that that much. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, the 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 biggest motivation I I find myself to do is to do small farms like. My Demon Hunter, which is my best geared character, I'll do what was my World Mount World Tour. So I'll go and do the the three Mr. Pandaria bosses that I miss. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go and do uh, I'll go and do Rookmar and Blackrock Foundry because I've got the skip on Mythic. So I'll go and do those two. Then I'll go and do Dragon Soul. And then, even though I've got all three skips in uh, Nighthold, I I'll see how i feel to go and do nighthold and i'll see how i feel if i want to go and do the the tomb of sargeras farm and uh the dogs in argus but then i'll try to do at least three more characters which does like the safe farm which is but I, it doesn't take it doesn't take it takes like half an hour okay. if that to just do a uh to do the quick cycle because they've all got the skip it's when it gets to dragon soul that's like an extra 15 minutes on top oh that one yeah farming that one is such a pain Mm. yes let's talk about something fun kind of that (laughs) may or may not spark controversy it was i think the community all of them thought was fun before the recent changes and now I, i think it really depends right so torghast is a thing everybody knows what it's going to be blizzard has given it to everybody who's testing on alpha uh, early as a way to turn around and go this is going to be the big thing that's going to happen this is going to be the your bread and butter of the expansion you know but everybody's enjoyed it they've enjoyed pushing as much as they can so far but blizzard have obviously they don't want people to be only in there at the detriment of themselves they don't want them to be in there for have 24 hour streams because just in there on one character so they've put in uh, what they like to call a torment on higher floors, which is going to be, uh, it's a stacking debuff essentially, where it it gives you more damage every like sixty seconds or so. But because of the way the echo chamber works, and because of the way, because of the way YouTube algorithm works, and it, all it takes is what one person to say it's a timer has turned around and then that's cooperated with a BlizzCon thing that says it's not going to be a timed run because that's the thing people hated about Visions is that you were forced to do it in a set time until you overgeared it and got better at it. And it's it's literally devolved into everybody thinking it's a timer and now Blizzard going back on their word. And I, <laughs> I, think, it's a, it, I think it's really weird. Personally, in my view... We should be waiting to see what the whole version of the tower is going to be available so that the people who are on alpha or beta, if it gets to that stage, can test it and then see if it will be a problem. Because there's been more developer interviews with like Preach and I think Wow Chakra had an interview as well this week. Yeah. And there's been stuff that's come out that says like there's going to be another version of the tower which you can endlessly run for cosmetics. We don't know what's going to be in that side of it, you know? And we know that there might be a cap on the legendary stuff. So 
for all we know, they might just be testing these abilities that might just be on bosses and just see how people react to it. But people have rightly, people have people have rightly gone and turned around and said like it feels like a timer, and because just the presence of the debuff exists, it makes me feel more wary about having to move. All legitimate concerns, but I don't know. I feel like we have to see the full thing before we can actually... And that includes like seeing what the entry cost to get into the tower is going to be. And then everyone who's there testing it can turn around and go, cool, if this is your final version of what we're going to see on live, this, I think, is what could make this better. This is what makes it feel worse. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm, I'm kind of of the idea that Right now, we're running characters that are not fully geared uh, uh, up to like even even max, and this is at this moment meant to be something at, at sixty. And like we're going out on tunes that are brought up to sixty, but we don't have the the full stuff. I'm struggling on some of the higher floors, but that's because I'm not fully geared. I'm not falling to my class rotation I'm going through, and I'm wondering if it'll be less of a a factor once we're getting into the stuff that that's going to drop at high level. I. I agree with the uh, the mentality that having it, just having the debuff present um, adds that sort of psychological pressure, even if it's not actually, like, if it doesn't really impact the run. Like, I, I do agree in principle, or in theory, rather, that having that uh, the psychological effect of feeling like there's something, I don't like that necessarily. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate that Blizzard came out pretty quickly and clarified, like, yeah. no, these are meant to be like, okay, you're overstaying, you're welcome, um, move on to the next floor. Like, I get what they're going for. I think maybe there are better ways to do it. Um, I think I think it is safe to say that a lot of this is because the way that Blizzard been watching people play has been especially on the later floors is watching people stop to wait for pa uh, wait for their cooldowns rather than this is a big mob that I should go for I'll go and clear some other trash on the rest of the floor I've done that yeah back. so I mean it's not it's I'm not saying it's not a viable way to play because you know the it's the same way that people do things in mythic plus like the higher end, like 20, 20 plus keys, if you watch on the MDI, they'll go and deal with another trash pack and just go around and kite stuff and wait for cooldowns and then blast the hell out of everything. Um, but they'll, they'll obviously wait for stuff. But I think, I'm not sure if this is because this is a different kind of power gain or because it's something they want to make sure works for the length of the expansion, which is my worry when it comes to Torghast, I worry that it's going to be the way that Legion legendaries are going to be. And the fact like, you know, you're going to get lucky with stuff or you're not going to get lucky. Cause we don't know how, I can't even imagine, remember how many legendaries were in the pool in the base Legion. Oh, 20, 25. Yeah. It, it was a pretty big number. And like, you weren't guaranteed to get the good ones. Like you would get the ones that, I, I was in like Safuz's secret that was not the, well there the... there were uh Safuz and Prydaz uh mm. at the start of the expansion were horrible um and people who got those felt like they missed out and then they got buffed and kind of toward the end of the expansion they were monsters they for were really plus good. End, yeah yeah um but they you know it, it does come down to that where it, 
I, I don't know. Even ignoring legendaries, I, I think um, Torghast is something that should last and they should make it that. But the idea of, oh no, players shouldn't spend 24 hours in here. Um, I agree that they shouldn't spend 24 hours in there if, you know, 19 of those hours are waiting for cooldowns to come back. But like, <laughs> at, the, <laughs> at the same time, I don't necessarily think blizz needs to save players from themselves in that regard like i think if someone's gonna go into torghast and just do runs non-stop like you know why not people yeah PV- people pvp all day people pet battle all day like I, th- I think that's i think the game i think in terms of torghast it will be fine if there are caps on the main progression system yeah absolutely yeah 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 just like they've already turned around, like this is information that came from BlizzCon. It may change. I mean, we haven't heard anything to differ yet because we haven't seen any of the other systems at max level because we haven't had the opportunity to see that yet. But uh, they've already said that there's going to be a cap on Anima, which is going to be the big resource that we gather over the course of all the events that we do dungeons, world quests, uh, main story quests, and everything else. There'll be a R-A-P. cap per week on that. Yay. Um, I, well, yeah. World quests. Uh, mission boards and everything else. It's... I think the one saving grace on that is at least as of what they said, alts can start learning, earning that anima at 50. There's, there's yeah, there's several good things that that can happen. Like once you've finished the main thing and chosen your covenant, I believe it's that point and not once you finish the main covenant story for a character that alts can pick a covenant to begin with once they start leveling through shadowlands they can get anima that way and they can start building up already fantastic good change benefits alts it's not a horrible system if you're going to level you're probably going to be there quickly anyway i think it's going to be i think it's going to be very much like how azurite power it works currently with the neck you'll get the neck you'll get minimal and then a that max level you'll just hit that massive boost anyway you know, and everything opens up. So I don't think you'll be getting massive anima gains, especially if there's a cap on a weekly thing. But when it comes to the tower, if they cap, if they if they put a cap on the legendary items and the boss loot and uh, like any of the placeholder loot, like the weapons and stuff you can get that you can take out of the tower from like, I think it's the Kyrian quest uh the kyrian people you can save like they, they the oh, random thing they drop is like yeah. you get a weapon and all i get is 9.0 placeholder loot <laughs> yeah um i don't know like here's the thing i think everybody's looking at the fact that the legendary system is what we're going into Torghast for but the, they forget that the bosses drop loot and we don't even know what item level that stuff's going to be yet yeah because it's it's still placeholder we don't know. Yeah, we don't know if it's going to be uh, comparable to dungeons, comparable to Mythic Plus of some description. Like, does it scale with what level you tackle a boss on yet? Like, there's a lot of stuff in Torghast. I mean, I don't even think all 13, 12, 13, 14 classes are available to do Torghast yet, are they? I, I don't think mm, so. No, I think we're getting close, but I think it's we're a few away still. Like, that shows how early in Alpha we still are. I think, what, Alpha's only been alive for two months? I don't even know if it's been that long. Maybe a month and a half. It started right around the beginning of that 
unnamed thing that's happening across the world <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong actually yes that is yeah. actually very true because that happens shortly after that but yeah that shows like there's only two zones available for leveling in the end game stuff for covenants isn't in game yet like there's so much in Torgas that needs to get in it's it's brilliant that this stuff is here to test but until we can see everything that's available and until we can turn around and go, right, Blizzard, this is cool that we can see that this is what you want it to be. X doesn't feel fun. Y does feel fun. Mm-hmm. Z is a, a problem. Yeah, and that was uh, one of the things they they put in the uh, forum post uh, when people were kind of freaking out about the new changes. I, yeah. I appreciated that um, as politely as they could. They're like, here's what you should do. Test it mm-hmm. and then give feedback. Don't... Uh, they don't like, listen to the they're like we've, we've seen uh you know emotional feedback um but please test it yeah uh, which 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 is fair and, and totally makes yeah. sense i me like thinking about torgast for my play style i am going to be one of those people that goes in and um I don't really care about the weekly loot, like as as far as power gains. I'm gonna be if if there ends up being a free version, that's the one I'll spend most of my time in. Um, I love cosmetic rewards, like I I am oh, all for yeah. them. Um, so that's kind of where my mind goes with that. Is is that I don't really care how they balance it around the power gains. I want them to make Torghast a fun experience that I can just go into and say, I want to push this as far as possible. Um, maybe I get a cosmetic reward out of it, maybe not, but I'm not looking to expand my character's power. And with with the new debuffs, um, which again have been kind of hit and miss uh, yeah. in terms of runs that I've done personally, uh, I haven't done a ton, but um, I think if they really want that like gentle nudge aspect, which is I think what they it's close to how they described it, like you know you've been here too long, time to move on. Um, I would rather they just l- look at the abilities people are waiting to have cooldown and say either, all right, you get this once per floor or you get X charges per floor yes. or you just, I mean, like arenas or something, you just can't use this ability, which I, I don't really want them to do that. I don't I want think... them to go that far, but I think there's better ways. I mean, I'm not sure if you've got anything that you've seen, Frasley. Like The only thing I've seen so far... Uh, of someone saying, I believe it was on Twitter in response to Preach's video. Um, they turned around and said, like, as someone who only has one to two hours to play per day, I don't want to feel rushed if I go into Torghast to do it. And that's fine. That's a, a logistical complaint, you know? Like, uh-huh. if they don't want to feel rushed to do it, I get it, and I can see that in the back of their mind, they feel like they've got a timer. But to my knowledge... This torment debuff has only really hit in like floor 18 plus, which is pretty much meant to be the from what I understand going to be the hard cap for progression in the tower. Like that's after your third boss, like floor 18. Like because we're getting a boss every six floors now, is what I've noticed after doing a playthrough. Oh, okay. So like uh, three bosses, and I mean, I think by just by getting to floor twelve, I was in there for forty minutes on my own, because I was wandering around. The only thing I, <laughs> it's it's fun. But I I don't mind it as a debuff, but it's very restrictive. Um, 
there was a uh, there's a debuff that I got hit with immediately on floor one that is done because of um, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like tower is, guards. Is they're... it the sentinels? The, the one yeah, that yeah, slows your sentinels. movement and your haste and reduces your haste. Oh my god! Yeah, I I have a story, but yeah, go, you, go ahead. No, no, continue yours. I'll tell my um, after. But yeah, I got a, I got hit by this immediately at, on floor one. Like, the minute I got in there and I thought, okay, is this what everybody's been talking about? Because I know a lot of people have been talking about a movement reduction thing. I thought it was the Torment thing because it was just a new debuff that I hadn't seen. And then it was just like, a powerful Tower Sentinel guards this floor. Okay, that's fine. Found it, killed it, the debuff went away until I got another five meters forward. And there's two more just up there and I'm just hit by the debuff and automatically I'm slowed. That sort of shit, the movement speed... I can get, but don't reduce my haste as well. If I have to deal, if their aura radius is so large that they're covering each other. Yeah, I I had pretty much the the same experience where I I walked in and that's kind of what I went through the same thought like oh this is the the torment debuff, um, and then I saw like two sitting you know or standing right in front of me. I take them out very slowly because I'm a shadow priest and they took away most of my haste. <laughs> And it was annoying, but I dealt with it. Uh, what was more annoying was at the very end, there were three in the like scenery portions of Torgas that you can't yeah. actually get to. Um, that was something I felt as well. It was horrible. It, I'm sure that kind of thing is going to get fixed. We're like, they're not going to have it, so you can't attack those. But um, that was annoying because I was pretty much RP walking for half of that floor and it was floor one like i I started out and i had like three or four sentinels that i could kill and then another three that i could not and they all overlapped at the end because their auras are just so large yes but i i did have a run that started out with the actual um the one that burns like a percentage of your health every five seconds. Like that started out earlier on in the week yeah no i had that earlier on in the week um i think i just did like when this big when this big discussion about torment started, I think I just literally jumped on there. But I wasn't I didn't get it affected that much because a lot of the time when you're out of combat, you're regening that health anyway. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the run I did today was absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think by the time I got to floor eleven, I had a hundred and eighty k health. I had five hundred percent boost on immolation aura. I and it, you, it gets ridiculous by it's, the end. It's, I, it's so, I kind of so love much it, fun. But yeah, it's so much fun. I was just walking around with immolation aura, and just things were just popping. the The, the new thing I uh, I investigated on was like there's these new cauldrons. I think this uh, today with uh, like the the Venthyr in there, mm-hmm. and they just spawning um, skeletons. And if they touch you, they just explode and do damage. <laughs> but and they just pop they make a really loud pop sound and it's so fun just to listen to it and it's just uh there's so much fun in Torghast. i cannot stress how much fun it is yeah like i've enjoyed getting the i'm the priest like i got the power word fortitude buffs and i think at one point we were up to like like 25 percent yeah, yeah we got 45 percent on on a, on a stamina yeah and, but that's that's the thing though it's it's so fun uh i Again, even if the debuffs that they're adding aren't that bad in in practice, like they do need adjusting. And for me, I would one, I, I think I would take them out of the free version yeah. 
Um, I definitely don't think they should start on floor one. Like they should, no. they should kick in much later. Um, and I think ultimately, if you don't want that pressure, which I think a lot of people, there is something to be said of of the you know psychological effect of just having a debuff on you. Um, I I would be more for limiting specific abilities to like one use per floor or something like that. I, I think that's the better way to go. I have one other thing I've, I've been thinking on about this. When I've been doing Torghast, I've been cleaning every, every floor. And also the, when, when we were playing, I, I accidentally stayed down the floor. I thought you went back and you went up the floor. <laughs> I think if your party goes above, then you should be warned to go. But also because of how, like, about how it moves, I say if you get to the end boss, maybe there it's like, hey, you really shouldn't go back. Once you once you beat the the once you get to the end boss before the portal, if they want to keep you moving forward, you, oh, so like you kill the end boss and and then those torments kick in, kind yeah, because then it's not so so much psychological, like like, but it's more they don't want it to, to go on, but it's not there, it's, it's not encroaching on you the whole the whole level. Make it where your choice of where do you go in Torghast matters. I. I could see that being better. I still, I don't know if that'd be my like first choice, just because it is nice to sometimes go back and just see what yeah. you missed. Yeah, I, th I think that there might be something that's too much to like add to the sidebar of everything that Torghast is tracking. But even if they just had a, it, I, I guarantee you, if they put a bonus objective, uh, which was a progression bar for clearing everything on the floor people would just go ahead and just clear everything on the floor because it's a bonus objective. Like, even if if even if even only the reward was, like, a minimal amount of freed souls, because in terms of um, power progression in the, long, in the long sense of the game, like, freed souls will go towards... Um, Intellect? Well, they go, toward, they, go, they go towards your buff, which can guarantee that, uh, that ups your main stat percentage per thing. But then you've also got the stuff which can affect your soul binds because that's the other thing you'll get in Torghast down the line as well. Um, that will, you know, and as we all know, people will look to certain people, like the top 1% of those people that do Bleeding Edge Mythics and everything else, they'll look for the fastest gain to get the best power they can. And I mean, Mitch has already spoken about the way he plays, and Frasley, you we know how you play the game. Yeah, I play the game to be ready for raiding, for heroic raiding, you know. And I'll go to do the best. So if I can, if they turn around and go in the main version of Torghast, that I'll have a limited supply of legendary components, but boss loot will drop, and boss loot will be the best single player loot I can get without having to go into Mythic Plus and dungeons and everything else. I'll probably do that. A lot of people will probably do that. And if they can push to higher floors as a group, a lot of people will probably do that. Yeah. But then outside of that, you know, once I'm done with that patch, I'll probably absolutely go ham on cosmetic stuff. Yeah, no, I, I definitely would be, you know, I, I'd make sure to get in my like one or two runs or whatever it takes to get like, I, I'm going to call them the valor points, like just to hit my weekly valor cap. And then I'll go to the free version. Um, uh, because I, I still want those, but I also don't want it to feel like I can run it endlessly for rewards. I want to feel like I can run it endlessly for my own, uh, you know, challenge and interest. I'll tell you one thing that I, I, I was investigating using the tower was using the, um, the Venfear Covenant abilities today. 
Yeah, so that's that's another thing um, with the recent patch, uh, for anyone who hasn't been keeping up, they're rotating the Covenant ability. So every day, it, you know, it started out three days, two or three days ago was Night Fae, then I think a day or two ago it was um, the Meldraxxus, and today it's the Venthyr one. So they're just doing kind of every day, um, which so is nice. The, yeah, the Venthyr one overall is, the one that everybody gets is the health, the shield. And if you, it's a two minute cooldown and it gives you a shield for two minutes. Uh, it's a four second channel. I think that's the Mel- so, Maldraxxus one. Oh, it's Maldraxxus. The Venthyr today, one is then. the one where you like teleport forward or something. Okay, oh. no, then it is, it's Maldraxxus yeah. today then. My, that's my bad. Okay, so uh, the shield. Now the shield is affected by your health pool. And if you activate the ability <laughs> next to a mob, then uh, the shield can get up to 50% of your health. Mm-hmm. So there I am with 180k health on level on floor 11, and I have an extra 90k shield. I and yeah, oh, it's, <laughs> I have some of those abilities. Ability. Are, some of those abilities are wicked busted, but it took me. I think it took me about eight, nine floors to work out the secondary ability of uh, for the demon hunter. That is mm-hmm. where you summon uh, like to fight a mob, and then. If you're in the pool, you get an extra damage, and if there, if the other monsters you're fighting, I just thought it was just like summon it, beat it, get a buff. And I was trying to work it out until I read the ability that it left a pool on the floor when you beat it. Oh, so I'm like, interesting. Yeah, it, it's it's like a pool. The pool doesn't even stay there that long. I think it's like ten seconds. But I'm like, okay, so I need to, if I really want to make the best use of this, I need to get a massive stack of mobs to come to me, summon this thing, kill it. And then use a 10 second floor buff for an extra 20% damage. And I'm like, <laughs> it's the, the priest one for Maldraxxus is not that complicated at all. It's just an instant cast AOE that puts a shadow dot on everything. And uh, while that dot is active, damage you do heals you. So it's, it's that's l- real cool. It's really cool. Like I, I, I saw the first time I saw that, I was like, this feels like a vampiric embrace crossed with vampiric touch almost. Um, and I kind of wish it were baseline. Yeah. that. I mean, this is something that we'll probably see if these work really well with X classes, they'll probably get rolled into the class in the next expansion. Yeah. But... Well, cause it, it, it feels to me a little like the old VE where you would put it on a target yes. and then, but cause now it's, it's just the like, two or three minute cooldown where like all damage you do uh, causes one person to be healed. But um, the Maldraxxus Covenant ability after playing around with it, like I, I've been kind of torn between Maldraxxus and Venthyr, um, but playing around with it, I it's really cool and it's fun. And that shield is because it, it lasts two minutes if, if it doesn't get eaten through and the ability is a two minute cooldown. So effectively, like, especially while I, soloing, if, that shield is disgusting. Yeah. Like, it's uh, just, probably gonna get nerfed. That shield alone, like I, I was looking at the abilities that Blizzard gave us. I was looking at Night Fae, but for my Demon Hunter. But like based on that shield alone and being able to use that shield, I'm like, that shield. Oh. It's it's probably gonna get nerfed, but it's a oh toy it has to. <laughs> like, at this point, it's, like, it's a baseline twenty percent, and then goes up to the up to that fifty up to fifty percent, and yeah. I can see tanks just abusing the hell out of that at some point well, in the expansion imagine imagine any boss fight which has ads yeah like you kill the ad and you're in the middle of a tank swap 
but you have a four second in between thing. The tank goes over, eats the mob, and then goes and takes the boss with an extra fifty percent shield on top. Yeah, it's 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 a nice one. It's gonna get nerfed, I'm sure, but uh, I, I have been enjoying that. But that, I do like that Blizzard has been rotating them in and out because um, yeah, it allows it gives, you to play with them. That's, it, that's the best because because reading those. You can read them and see that whole blog post and like, okay, that sounds cool. But like actually playing with them is, is a much different uh, Absolutely. kind of thing. I'm probably going to go back in and do some Torghast after we're done today. Like, because I had a game-breaking bug. Broke <laughs> my run. Broke my run. So um, for those of you that have Alpha, we obviously uh, do it in certain ways. We stream it on Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, whatever you want to do it on. I've taken the opportunity today to start streaming it with my guild through discord and letting them have like a uh, what i'm going to probably do down the line is like a choose your own adventure where when once more classes are into torgas they can actually see how stuff will, will work with it and then they can choose the anima powers that i'll use and i'll get mangled in many different ways It'll oh yeah, i, I, I saw it brilliant i was watching D D Des Mephisto. Mephisto does it yeah yeah and i was like that's a cool idea it's a very cool idea. Like, uh, uh, off topic, Mephisto's come up with uh, some grand ideas. I think of um, many people who are on Alpha and they'll like speed run like Torghast and see how far they can get up the, the tower. Obviously, that's probably going to change depending on what, <laughs> where it is and what state of Alpha at this point. But yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. But so I got to floor 12, I was on the second boss. And I just bought an anima power from the vendor because uh, the uh, my priest friend from my Discord was like, I was teaching about all the different things you can buy from the vendor and like how they've changed it now that if you use the orb on the vendor, while you'll get the 500 Phantasma refunded to you, like you can't, if you find, because they've given vendors names now, if you were going to find that vendor later in the tower, he won't be there because you've eaten him. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yes. That, the, so the, the first time I got that one, um, I, I think we're talking about the same one where you non-elite creature, yes. you click it yeah. and it becomes an anima power basically. Yeah. The first time I got that, um, I, I bought it from the vendor and I opened my inventory and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I like click it, not remembering that I still had the vendor targeted. And I was like, he just poofed away and was an anima power. I was like, oh. So I was showing Frazzy that you could do that. I was showing Frazzy that you could do that last week because he didn't he didn't know. I didn't know about that. And he's yeah. just like, oh. So every time we got to a floor with a vendor, I turned around to Frazzy and went, "Have you bought everything you want from this vendor?" And he's gone, "Yes." And I went, "Poof." I was like, "Yeah, money back." <laughs> I felt you feel real bad for the vendors because they're like, "Oh, we've taken all your money." Oh. I'm. I've given you all your money back. It's like I, I, I'm stealing from them. Like, okay, now now I've got all the stuff. Yeah. But, so. I bought the orb where you throw it on the floor and you get a random anima power. Mm -hmm. So I clicked on the anima power. We decided that I was going to get like a 50% boost to blade dance. Nothing brilliant, just a stacking thing that happens over the course of it. Um, click the anima power and my game just disconnected Ugh. completely and utterly. Mm -hmm. Managed to log back in. Absolutely fine. It was just one of it's, It happens, you know, but the anima power ball is still there in front of me, but I haven't got the bar at the bottom of my screen to say you've got an anima power available and I can't interact with the orb. So I'm like, well, okay, this is a bust. Fuck it. I'll go kill the boss. It's right there. There's nothing else to do at the moment. 
Killed the boss, no problem. I'm a demon hunter. At floor 12, I've got a four minute, like, I know, I think I've got it reduced to like three minutes on metamorphosis and with an 85% cooldown on I-beam with meta. So I'm literally I-beaming, blade dancing, I-beaming, blade dancing, I-beam. It's hilarious. I think three or four I-beams, the boss is dead. It's ridiculously crazy. And there's an anima power at the gate. Go to uh, hit it before I go up to the next floor. You can't interact with that because you've got another anima power pending. Okay, I'll try to reload my UI. Hopefully the bar will come back. Nope. So, okay, my next step is I'll report this as a bug. Disconnected. Can't interact with anima power on my floor. Go to the next level. Look for an anima power thinking it's fine because uh, you get a big warning when you go to a level saying, are you sure you want to progress? There's anima power still available to you. Yes, because I've got nothing else I can do. I can't interact with it. Yeah, sure. Go up a floor. It's nothing but traps. There's like the game has just thrown like maybe some fire spike traps at me throughout the whole run. All of a sudden, there's uh, on floor 13, there's the fire pillars. There's the sensitive bars which throw stuff down. There was a long gangway with all of these traps and about six of the guillotines swinging across with oh like mini inch of gaps. It was horrible. And I finally get to the other end, find a jar which has an anima power. You can't use this anima power. You've still got stuff. So that's my run. Entirely busted. Oh. Jumped off the edge to see if that would reset it. Nope. <laughs> Opened up another bug report. Can't do anything. My run's in the bin. So. That's another re I mean, that kind of stuff will get fixed. But that's another yeah. reason uh, we need free modes is disconnects can be such a, a pain. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're so punishing, and like they're still in visions. Like I I I've thankfully not had to edit disconnect in a vision, but I I know people who have uh, gotten disconnected in a vision, and that throws out their vessel. Oh yeah, no, that's it's awful. Um, so again, that that free version is is the one I'm I'm really looking forward to. Um, I haven't had like too many combos uh, as a like I, i've seen people have really fun combos with the anima powers i, I feel like priests have some cool ones but um marat that's my the, favorite spell of all a lot of people like the Mal the, the marat one is is a good one for for priests but i i haven't seen too many like that really affects uh necessarily the spells i'm using or like like you get overpowered no matter what like yeah i'm not complaining about that uh it's it's crazy how strong and fun it can be as you keep going but um some of the like i haven't seen anything equivalent of like mages blinking and destroying things as they're blinking and like only yeah. blinking. oh that'd um, be cool <laughs> i i did uh actually i have a run-up still that I'm, I'm like making sure i don't go afk on because i i got the Malret harness which which gives you the you, you're basically you can mount inside Torghast. Yeah. Nice. I didn't realize until today. Uh, there's also one that doesn't dismount it in combat. So is that the horse? Uh, no, or is that another version of the rat harness? It's it's the rat. It, like one, I think it's once you oh, have right. the rat harness, you unlock another anima power that says the rat doesn't oh. go away when you're in combat. So right now, I'm able to essentially cast while moving. Cause I'm I'm on this. It's like uh It's insane. It, it's like the rats in uh the new Karazhan. Um, like yes, when, when yeah, it, I know the ones. Yeah, yeah, how you yeah. can cast a move. So right now I'm just running around and like because I have mind flay, things are slowed down where I'm running at like a hundred percent speed. And I'm like, hey, hey, you can't catch me. Um, 
and that one so far that's that's been my favorite thing to discover because casting while moving at an increased speed is just it's amazing yeah that's bonkers mental no like i keep <laughs> i think i think it's because a demon hunter's toolkit is still relatively new there's not a lot of big stuff we can get right now yeah uh but i tell you what i have been playing with is um so bay final boss put up the his first pass at like classes mm-hmm. so i had a look at the havoc and i've decided to try um the momentum build because i want to get better because i switched to demon hunter as a main halfway through bfa demon hunter is came... so fun I, I oh they're I so much fun you. um there's such because i tried i tried monk and monk was fine but then having everything limited to your touch of death like window is it just gets a bit boring so but like demon hunters are like people were like yeah but you're you're stuck to your eye beam uh you're stuck to like your oh my god meta and yeah I'm like well no because every time if i use demonic every time i eye beam i'm in that phase and i get quite a few buffs if i've got the right azurite traits and everything feels more fun to play because Instead of standing in one spot and all I'm seeing is order, 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 I actually fly around the whole screen. Yeah. You know? And momentum used to, like back in Legion, momentum was the thing that you did if you want, if you were good at your class because you got the damage buffs and you were good I, at I remember there was a whole, and I kind of missed that because it, it was the very like high skill cap build, but there was like a, a like triangle diagram of you're supposed to like um, fell rush in. Uh, eventual retreat out, fall rush this way, and like there was, I, I, I'm think if I'm thinking of the I right, I don't even remember seeing that one. It Jesus, was, but... yeah, no, it was, it was crazy because you would get a buff every time you like fell rushed or eventual retreated, so you wanted to like get the right, yeah. Position. So, yeah, so I haven't really seen much which buffs like fell rush, other than the fact like when you use fell rush, you get 100 move speed for like X seconds, which is good, but it's limited, so mm-hmm. you're, you're stuck to your charges. Then there's stuff like your fell rush only has a second cooldown for like the next minute and a half. Really fun if you want to build momentum, because fun fact, momentum, even though it has a four second cooldown uh, as the buff, it actually adds time on every time you use fell rush. Oh, okay. So you can it actually stacks up the time for your momentum debuff, uh, damage buff, which is fifteen percent to everything but like this yeah but there's stuff like um fell rush does 800 percent extra damage but if you don't hit an enemy with it then you take 15 percent like health damage i and stuff like that like i i feel like there are some really experimental uh yeah. anima powers that i kind of want blizz to just go like fuck it we're just doing this like all over the place I feel it's really the best place for Blizzard to experiment with what they want to do. Yeah, there's like there's a new one that is it's not even like overpowered or anything. It's just hilarious and it's kind of like all right, the developers are really having fun with this where like you can turn things into inanimate objects. So like you'll kill something I saw that. or it and it will just turn into like a shoe or a chair and you just have random stuff all over Torgas and it's just wasn't hilarious. Wasn't, wasn't that the go-to caster one if you wanted to push Torgast? I think on like day one when they implemented it. Because all I would see around the internet on Reddit and Twitter and everything else was just clips of people killing the tarot crew with like turning it into a chair. And I'm like it's- well, GG have won. Yeah, like, it's it's hilarious, and I I don't know when exactly it was added, but that that's the kind of thing that is like, yes, please go crazy with stupid shit like this. That's just fun, but also like can be overpowered. But yeah, I think I think it's if they can find the best way to make a class fun 
by experimenting with the Torghast powers. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that, like, you're always going to have people in raids and everything else that will turn around and they'll want to play the the flavor of the month. You know, they want to play the best thing, especially in PvP, because that's what you need to do if you want to get your your percentage titles and mounts and everything else. Get it, absolutely do. But if the class is fun to play, I think 100% of the time you get around a lot of the problems with it being lower damage-wise. Yeah. Like, a monk's really good if you want to punch things, you know? It actually has high damage for very low input, and a lot of people... A lot of people turn around and say, "Oh, a demon hunter's really low, 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 low skill effort," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, but you've still got to, you've still got to push your buttons in the right order, just like any other class, you know. Yeah. Like, I've still got to, I've still got before I enter combat, still got to hit uh, my fell immolation two seconds before we pulled, so I've got stuff to actually be able to eye beam and then blade dance and then meta and then follow a right rotation so i get the right amount of blade dances in i've got to still do things in a specific order to do things you know just like every other class yeah yeah i'm really finding that once i'm learning classes better i'm enjoying them even better and once i start learning the the secret to the classes like rogue i'm starting to like again it's it's because you you get all of these anima powers that like one on its own is strong but two, it's like, okay, now it's a little stronger. And then you get the third one that interacts with both of those. Yeah. And you're like, well, okay, what yeah. can I do now? I mean, this is the thing. Like, I really wish I streamed the run because I'd have had it up on the uh, up on the other screen while we we're talking about this. But I had like five stacks of Immolation Aura does 100% extra damage. So Immolation Aura is doing 500% bonus damage. I'm, I'm, It's ticking for a thousand. So the entry damage is like 8k. Because it does that big burst damage when you yeah. pop it. It ticks for a grand. It crits for two and a half. It <laughs> and then I've and then I've got the other anima power, which is every time I deal damage with something that's not immolation or it, it refreshes the buff. So I've got that. And then it's like immolation aura buffs chaos strike damage by 50% and changes chaos strike's damage to fire. And I'm like <laughs> Alright, let's just go crazy. Yeah, exactly. And I, I've got the talent, as I said, because of Final Boss's video to try the momentum spec. Um, they've changed. Um, uh, there's, I think it's Essence Strike on live right now, where if you hit one, it hits one target and it buffs your, your Blade Dance and Chaos Strike damage. They've changed that to a frontal cleave on in Shadowlands, so everything in front of you gets it. So you're then dealing extra damage with Blade Dance to everything that's there, and your Chaos Strike damage buffed as well. And it's 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 insane. You can really pull off like there are some real cool combos, but eventually you get to the point of well, I want to play something else, and that's where I think the because the demon hunter toolbox is smaller compared to like every other class that's in the game, even monks and demon hunter uh, monks and death knights, that they're going to be very limited to what they do. So the fun they can have, I'm going to absolutely have a ton of fun walking through there as a fire as a living literally living bomb walking through there <laughs> but i feel like there'll be more fun to have from other classes with wider kits like yeah it's all right um i think priests get a mind control where they can use it on something and they don't have to have mind control channel and they just walk around with an extra body i i'm pretty sure you're right there it, that might not necessarily be a shadow thing that might be uh one of the disciplined ones i don't know for sure there that used to be an old talent though in legion oh yeah um, absolutely but i i know there is one for shadow where 
it extends uh, the duration of mind control by, I think right now it says 30,000 seconds. It means 30 seconds. Um, but you can keep getting that one and you can eventually get like a five minute mind control. Um, and then you oh, can get- Oh, right, you so can, it stacks, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you can get other ones uh, where it's like you can mind control undead characters now uh, instead of just, you know, humanoids, beasts and whatever the other ones are. Um, so you can get that and potentially with that, uh, the one you were talking about where you don't have to be channeling it like you could have a long duration pet of like any kind and and that's the thing that that's the really cool thing is seeing all of um the anima powers uh interacting uh and just what i think what they stack up to and half the time you don't even know what's happening because you're you know you haven't kept track of everything but yeah i think there will definitely be on, I, I think there will definitely be sites which turn around and go, this is the build you want to go for if you're going to Torghast, mm-hmm. you know? Because uh, I think there will definitely be, when we get to the end point where we're in beta and we're like a week from like going live, <laughs> Yeah. I think there'll be people who have tested the Torghast enough to be like, well, this is the thing that you're going to need. And, and that's fine. Like, it's all good. But, you know, sometimes it's all well and good to be like, well, you know, I could just be a walking nuclear bomb or i could have fun yeah it's Um, it's it's the same if if anyone's played diablo 3 it's the same thing of you know i'm pushing rifts and there's the point when you're like i love this build i'm having so much fun with this and then you like go online and you see like oh the optimal build for pushing rifts is totally different and you need this gear and this gear and like it works because everything kind of all all meshes together um but you're playing a totally different way uh it it feels like that with torgas where you're gonna have that specific set of abilities that you want to interact with things if you're pushing but you can also go your own route and just do some crazy shit on your own I mean, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff that uh, I discovered while doing the party with Frasley that I'd like them to implement. Like, um, if you're in a party, if someone does go onto the next floor while somebody's still behind just trying to catch up because they're not a demon hunter that can move at 20 miles a second. Yes, or um, or if you tell me just... that 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 you're going to go back, or I, mean, I, th- I think you're going to go back and you, you meant like you're going on, and I'm like, oh. The, the, funny, the funniest thing I had when I did it with Frasley is that, like, I'm so far ahead. I've already cleared the thing on the floor, and he's back off, just clearing off like pots in <laughs> another room. Yeah, that I've just left so, because. So what actually does care. happen if one person tries to go through the portal at the end? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. It, I'm, so, I'm just, okay, I'm, so you I, have I'm, you have to wait for everybody to go through at once. Basically. No, no. I I yeah. have the access to go forward. He was he was but, already up there and like 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 getting phantasma and I and I and, I, and I'm and I I'm actually missed on phantasma because I wasn't up there because wait so, because he wasn't so. Okay, so if someone tries to go through the portal to the next floor, what happens? So, right, so Frasley was off. Uh, I've cleared the floor ahead of Frasley. Mm-hmm. I've gone up to the next floor, and I, I've probably not mentioned it to Frasley properly because he's still, uh, he's still like, trying to play catch-up because he was on his dwarf priest. And you know what dwarves are. They've got stubbly legs. Yes. Got to catch up. <laughs> um, but because he didn't realize that I'd gone up to the next floor, 
I've already started clearing thingies like only around the corner. Mm-hmm. And then I've mentioned that I've just gone back to the start to wait for him. And he thinks I'm on the previous level and I've gone oh. back to the start to look for him. Okay. So you can, you can just go to a different floor. I was, yeah. I was thinking it would like pull the whole party. No. Kind of like when someone like in a dungeon, when someone hits that cutscene point, everybody gets teleported to it. Well, this is where I think that Blizzard could implement a lot of like pop-ups to say like a member of your party has progressed to the next floor on Torga. Yeah. Because that, that feels, you know? again, because he wasn't getting the, the fan... The Phantasma, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you weren't getting you weren't getting souls or whatever shit, too. Like, yeah, I, that... Uh, I've only run it solo, so I don't have that group experience. But I, I definitely think that's something that should be like, do you want... Does the whole party want to move on or, you know, something like well, that? Well, I feel like... there. I think there's very much a different way the game is scaling compared to say a vision mm-hmm. in the fact that i don't think it scales to like 150 percent. Oh, i can't remember what it was but i think it was 150 percent per person in a vision it definitely does not scale that much in fact i think they've even t- tuned the scaling down because i'm finding it much easier this week than i was when i tried it uh, uh, like in a previous week on my own Okay. So I, I, if everything feels like it's dying so much faster without anima powers, I had no problems on level. I, yeah, I have noticed that my runs have felt a little easier, uh, especially early on. But I, you know, they changed it so there's not like easy, normal, and heroic or whatever it was. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I got that. So. And did I hear right from Desmond Fisto that every so many levels it, it reset your anima powers? No, I haven't. I haven't come across that yet. Okay. I think there there are currently, I believe what Mephisto is go- going for is that instead of easy, normal, and hard, there is one of the portals you can jump to, which is like base level 14 and level like 28 or whatever. But if you go into those, it's the same as doing easy, normal, and hard, where you're going in at that level without any anima powers. But again, I think that's just testing out the scaling of the floor. Mm-hmm rather than we'll be able to jump in at a higher level without anima powers. I don't think that's going to be a thing okay. at all. If it is, you're you're just hurting yourself there. Cause... Well, you're just going to come down to gear scaling at the end of it. Like It's going to be an option that you can start later, maybe for better rewards if they choose to put it in, but you're going to be either party restricted or gear restricted. Yeah, because like, and... I, I struggled on anything above easy in, um, and, and difficult. I've not been on this week, so I don't know. I've not tested yet all of the all these yeah. changes, but I kept like dying on the oh, first no. floor. <laughs> I, I tried uh, one of the ones. I think it was the, the middle one. Um, and it was like, uh, the first poll was just like two regular mobs. And I'm like, uh, I am not going to make it through this floor at yeah. all. Yeah, you need those anima powers at the higher floors. And again, I think the scaling has gone back a little bit now. Um, but even still, like... I, I think this I, it comes down to something we mentioned earlier, where there's going to be multiple different ways that people play. Like, literally everybody that's in Alpha right now, in terms of content creators, have infinitely more time to play the Alpha than your average general player. Mm-hmm. Especially with lockdown and everything else. I mean, everybody's got a bit more time to do things. Yeah. But, you know, if we're out of, if we're back to a normal state of affairs where people are going to be going to work and then coming down and, you know, having only a couple of hours to play before routine chores or food and everything else comes into it, you know, there's going to, people are going to play, the people that go to work and, you know, don't rely on their online stuff as part of their income, 
they're not going to have the large amount to play that content creators do. And I think sometimes a lot of content creators do take that for granted in the fact that they can be in there for a longer time and test these things. I mean, I like, I haven't had a ton of time to test Torghast. Like the, the amount, the testing I've done has been like, if it's not interrupted by disconnects, like an hour or two, um, seeing how far I can push. Yeah. And and like, I, I need to go back in more, but like I've been distracted by, uh, by WoW and also about in Witcher 3. So, I mean, I've, I've been... <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's it's a sense of priorities, I think, as well. Like, um, I'm sure when it's live, a lot of us will spend a lot of our time in Torgar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, as it is, is right now, we're still juggling retail WoW with Alpha. Some people are juggling that with Classic as well. You know, and then, you know, in case you don't want to die of Warcraft brain death, we're all playing other games as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, I, I think we're coming up to... I think we've massively overrun today. But um, I'm going to go around the room and I'm just going to ask one question of what you'd like to see added to Torghast in a later patch. Personally, with the way that it is right now. So, as it is right now, we get boosted to 60. Uh, but our characters can still gain XP. So I'm hoping that just like Covenants have been able to gain anima power, that alts we can use Torghast as an alternate leveling system. Because the system exists in Alpha. I don't see why they can't put a version of that into the live version where we're able to use Torghast as an alternate leveling tool. I'm with you on that. Like I would, again, I told you maybe in the pre-show, but that was the the Final Fantasy 14 equivalent was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. Um, Yeah when Torghast was announced back at BlizzCon. And I, I think it would be a great way to level alts um, if you have already, you know, gotten there. Because obviously a brand new player is not going to go in and like get all these powers and then be like, wait, where'd they go? Um, yeah. But I, it, again, it's still, it is a, a great system. Um, and I think it could be tuned that way. I, I would love to see uh blizzard just go wild with with the anima powers like i really want to see them explore that more and they're doing a great job don't get me wrong um but i want to see them really even if it means cutting some before release i want to see because it's alpha i want to see them go all right like what crazy shit can we give these players that they can just you know go wild with the one crazy shit anima power i've seen so far which is not implemented because it says not yet implemented (laughs) But but it's the plus three percent to all stats, and I could have had at least two stacks Ooh. of that today. Oh, yeah, that is batch. I it's grey, so it's like a common one. Mm-hmm. But I, it it doesn't feel common. It feels batshit insane if you can get a massive stack of that. Yeah, that that would <laughs> that would be a fun one. I I had a combo at, at one of my runs where it was the like frostbite one where it does fifty percent damage to something. But then if it doesn't die within a certain amount of time, it recovers that. But I had that combined with another one that's yes, limited. I did have that, yeah. It's limited to, you get to use it on three elites and then it's like gone or something. But it also does an initial burst of 50% of their health. Um, and I had this toward the end of the run and I actually, this was like a build or two ago. But I basically one shot the last boss because I had double 50% damage buffs. And I'm like, here's a, you know the smallest spell I can cast. And then it just blew up. Um, 
Yeah, I, I haven't even considered... Because I'd only seen that Frostbomb once, because it comes from one of the rares, doesn't it? I think so. I haven't yeah, paid super close attention. What The only mean? rare I had today was the big dog. Okay. So, like, uh, the 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 power it dropped for me both times was, like, increased my base stats. I increased my health by, like, 16%, and I regened health per oh. every five seconds, which was insane. Yeah. But the the one of the anime powers it likes to throw at me is, like, my next three hits of uh, Glaive Throw reduces the mob's health to 50%. So I can only imagine what that would go with with oh, the Frostbite thing. Oh, yeah. I think these were also ways people were, like, killing the Terra crew. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. No, stuff like that, like, where you can just... It, it where it's it's just nuts. Yeah. Frasley, what about you? I mean, your your time in there has been limited, but from what you've seen so far, is there anything you'd like to? Yes, it's it's going to be kind of a tall order because there's a lot re required for it. But if they can really put out a bunch of new new maps, new, new enemies, new things every every like so many floors even bring back old maps that we already have in old dungeons like if they can really make it where you go in there and it's different it's different it's different it can really be exciting because add that to the animal powers if this tower can feel almost like it's always fresh i enjoyed that of, of risk of rain too i i when i was playing that every map seemed different and i think it'd be cool in torgast if they can build a system where you're constantly constant constantly changing i mean and not just be like what they said in Argus with the portals to other worlds where they'll be all different and they're all just like yeah. the round. The same three every week. Yeah. yeah. Like make make this Torghast feel feel unique. Because I feel that would be something we'll get a base set and then every season they'll add like more I, things. I, I'd like that. I, yeah. I think the, the challenge there is keeping it where it still feels like the the jailer's tower of the damned yeah like you know if it is his tower of the damned why why would he have this world that looks like you know x or y i'm sure they could come up with a reason like i i was excited by what atlas said uh i think last week he said it, that they are seeing that the the tower is going to possibly be connected to so many different worlds mm -hmm. it, it, and well, the tower's meant to, be, like, law-wise, the tower's meant to be the, the breaching point between Azeroth over Icecrown Citadel and the, and the Shadowlands. Like, part of what we're going to be doing is, uh, from what I understand, is going to be the moor, and part of the tower is going to be our intro scenario into Shadowlands. Okay. So... I can't wait. You know, I can't the, wait for that. I can't, yeah. oh, it's going to be so cool. And, like... There's been so many lore tidbits that have come out on uh, Wow Chakra and the interview with Preach and just about everybody else who's had interviews right now. There's like, if you're not keeping up on Wowhead or one of the other sites like Blizzard Watch who keep up to date with everything, uh, then you you absolutely should because the, the sites like that, which can gather all the information so you don't have to sit there and try to piece together what they're saying oh, half the time. I just figured it out. See, so, so, so no more gone. Do you want to know how I, I, can, I can make the show with Nomergon? I do not want to see Nomergon in the Tower of the Damned, Frasley. <laughs> no. I'll see, I'll see all the gnomes in prison there. He's, I do not want to see Nomergon. He's like, that's, that's too hellish. That's, yeah. that's a step too far. Well, what I'm thinking is we turn Nomergon into like the holodeck in Star, in Star Wars, where they bring in all these different levels. So in the next expansion, we enjoy Torghast. So the gnomes are like, you know what? We're going to bring Torghast back again. But you get to go to all these different places. And like, like we've made it all like, like holographic and stuff. And 
So what you're saying is Nomragon is going to be the world's garrison where we never have to leave. Exactly. And like, and like, that sounds more like hell on earth. Than uh, I yeah, I was going to say that the gnomes designed a better hell than the jailer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Brilliant stuff. Uh, right. It's been a fantastic show, but unfortunately, as most things, everything must come to an end. Mitch. If they want to find you around the internet, where could they look for you? Uh, Twitter's the best place for me personally. Uh, Twitter.com slash Mitch Fizzle. Uh, F-I-Z-Z-L there. Uh, no E. Um, everything else I do uh, is for Blizzard Watch. Um, well, everything Blizzard related, obviously. Uh, which is BlizzardWatch.com. We have streams uh, almost every single day of the week. Uh, it's a you know different people streaming. Um, but that's twitch.tv slash Blizzard Watch. And then, of course, Blizzard Watch's Twitter is just twitter.com slash Blizzard Watch. So we have pretty regular content. It's not just WoW. We cover all things Blizzard. Um, but yeah, please check us out. I'd appreciate it. Uh, Mitch's Twitter handle has been above his name if you've been watching the vidcast. Uh, if you're catching us on the VOD, everything will be in the description. Same with the uh, podcast and everything else. Mr. Frasley Tastic. Where can they find you around the internet if they don't know already? De- definitely Twitter with at at Fazitastic. You can find my my puns and different things, different thoughts that I that I have. Sometimes pre caffeine, sometimes post caffeine. And then if you want to find uh, my podcast Frazzlecast, where I talk with different people across Azeroth, I, I, I had Dust Mephisto on this past episode. If you're hearing this on the download, and that was a great episode, then uh, that's at gnomepodcast.com. And if you want to see my shenanigans on Twitch, where I do different things, eat jelly beans. Feed my cat, but go through wow different things. That's at gnome.live. Brilliant stuff. As always, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can find me on the main account at Titans Creed. You can find my uh, Twitter account if you just want the videos, podcasts, and streams over at Gaming Phoenix. Uh, if you want to catch videos like this live, you can catch it on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions. And if you want to catch the VODs and the rest of the YouTube stuff that I do, you can find it over at youtube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions. Mitch, thank you very much for joining us yes, today. Yes, thank talking you about for having me. Everything it's, else. Been it's been a ton of fun. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next week. Uh, Streams are going to be a bit on the shy side for me for the next five weeks as I'm gearing up for my annual charity stream. Yes, uh, if you're listening, you can make Pete wear oven mitts while playing games and have him curse your name to oblivion. Yes. Uh, if you haven't caught any of the Race for Good stuff, guys, it's an absolute blast. Uh, there'll be lots more information coming out from myself over the next coming weeks. Uh, but I'll be gearing up for that. So streams might be on the low side from me. Uh, but as always, you can catch these gentlemen. Uh, Mr. Frasley Tastic is streaming just about every day. Yep. And Mitch has got, if it's not Mitch streaming, there'll be tons of the other Blizzard Watch guys oh, absolutely. streaming anyway. Yeah. So do catch them. But as we bid adieu, as Mr. Frasley always likes to say, be awesome and don't forget to bring your personal Malrat bombs. <laughs>